Greenville Health System's vision is to transform health care for the benefit of the people and communities we serve. In order to better communicate, we proudly present this podcast series, Inside Health, brought to you by Greenville Health System. Here's Melanie Cole. The Greenville Health System Board of Trustees approved a resolution to explore changes to the organization's current governance structure that would keep GHS as a public, not-for-profit organization, but as part of a larger, multi-regional health system that provides the flexibility needed to survive in today's changing healthcare environment. My guest today is Michael Reardon. He's the president and CEO of Greenville Health System. Welcome to the show, Michael. So we're hearing about so many changes in the healthcare environment, and what are some of these changes, and how are they affecting hospitals and health systems? Well, well, thanks, and I'm glad we're doing this. So the, the big change is, if you just look at it from a national perspective, it's what the expectations along quality and cost are uh, from a healthcare standpoint. Uh, we hear from businesses all the time, it's unsustainable how much healthcare costs. We also know that the quality of healthcare has to sort of be not just on the episode. We do great things. We deliver a baby or an operation, but the quality has to be those metrics that really indicate the health and the wellness of a community. So we're hearing this from businesses, and we're certainly hearing it from the federal government, uh, whether it's a Medicare population, which is for the elderly, or a Medicaid population. Uh, How do we manage those costs and really maintain a great focus on quality. So while we're talking about the greater focus on that value of care, where does that lead you? What are you looking at for the consumer? So when, when we think about value, and, and I, I, I hope I can explain this well, but uh, even for us, we're a large employer. We have 15,000 employees. We spend two to two and a half million dollars per week on our own employees' health care. Uh, two and a half times 52 is a big number. We're self-insured. And what we have discovered is that 50% of those costs are due to 5% of our families or our employees' families. So that, in and of itself, gives us the opportunity to focus our resources on that 5%. So is it, uh, are there issues around behavioral health or depression? Uh, what about diabetes, uh, type 1 or type 2 diabetes? We can now look at uh, what is going on with these large populations and put the resources there so that we can not have people come to the hospital, uh, but keep them at work, uh, working well, keep them in the community and not using up the resources of, of a large acute care health care system. As, as we're all looking towards preventive medicine, Michael, and community partners that provide needs that are outside, sort of a more multidisciplinary and looking outside the hospital system, what's GHS doing in that regard? Well, so the, the whole notion of partnerships is, is the key word in, in what you just said. Uh, our ability to partner with other organizations that that do it well. I've, I've heard somebody refer to this somewhat glibly, but I, I, I got it. Uh, they said, we have to be able to treat people all the way from dental to mental and everything in between. We have to be able to uh, connect with partners that can look at oral health, that can look at behavioral health, because so much of what is going on with somebody isn't just the five days 
that they're in an acute care hospital. It's where they came from. It's access to primary care physicians. It's the the social determinants of is there transportation? Um, do, is there a, is there uh, an income coming into the family where where things can be afforded? So we are going to actively look throughout the community for those organizations that do things and do things well to keep people healthy and engaged inside of their communities. How wonderful for the community that you're doing these things, and how do the changes in this healthcare market affect your decision to create this new organization? Well, uh, thanks for even saying it. It I do think it's wonderful as well. Uh, I think the fact that uh, more and more businesses are looking to pay us to manage the wellness and to take care of their employees is really important. The analogy I like to uh, sometimes use is that uh, I remember when I bought my first car, after you bought the car, every 90 days or every 3,000 miles, you would go pay for your oil change. Now car makers are saying, here's your car, and we're going to do all of that maintenance for the next 100,000 miles. That's what's happening in healthcare. The marketplace is telling us, you just don't take care of people every time uh, they need something and charge them. We want you to manage the entire wellness of a population and to be at risk for that wellness. So it's not just we generate more things. We actually are fully invested in the health and well-being of our patients and our community and the businesses that they work at. Where do you see technology coming into play for all of this and for the benefit of the community? Yeah, so technology is big, and I'll just use a personal uh, example. Uh, uh, five children, one of them, the youngest one is a type 1 diabetic. Um, so for people that listen, they might have a familiarity with diabetes, and, and type 1 is different than type 2. But the technology that this young man has access to, uh, so I, if I wanted to right now, I could look on my iPhone and tell you what his blood glucose number is. Uh, so the Bluetooth technology, the ability to sort of monitor things. Well, how we can connect that to individuals, because no one will take care of an individual better than that individual or that family, but also how we can connect those individuals to their caregiver is really important. And I think another sort of on a broader scale, gosh, we have just spent incredible amounts of money on a uh, computer system. It's called Epic. And it is now connecting our entire system uh, where information, clinical information can be shared seamlessly. And not only that, it's connecting us to other providers throughout the country. So technology doesn't solve everything, but if it can get people to own their health care a little bit better and it can get providers and systems to coordinate care between each other better, I think it's the big payoff for us. And let's discuss some of the benefits of this new system in the medical professionals and attracting and maintaining top talent to the region. How do you see that happening? Yeah, so, uh, you know, a lot of our strategy is, you know, how do we train that next generation of healthcare uh, givers? So what do we do to uh, embed them in a system that really looks at the community. So we just, an exciting event, we just graduated uh, the first, uh, the inaugural class of the University of South Carolina School of Medicine Greenville. Uh, 
Um, and that was, that was several years in the making. They went through four years of medical school. But before they come, at least a couple weeks early, they get here early, and we've done this for every class since then, is that they all go through EMS training. Uh, so they become uh, an, an EMT. In fact, they, they have to go on runs with uh, EMS. They have to see where people are living uh, see the environment, get a feel for the community. And I think that just sort of flips the mindset. A, a person's illness does not begin when they show up in the ER and then when they're discharged uh, 5.2 days later. Um, the issues that led up to perhaps that admission and the, the issues that will prevent them from being readmitted unnecessarily all happen out in the community. So we are even getting our uh, physicians, the new medical students, thinking about that very early in their training. So it's just that sort of subtle uh, mindset change that we're looking at. It, it, public health is an important part of what we're doing, and we take clean water for granted and other things. We have to look at all the aspects that go into public health in order to really treat the entire person. I applaud all the great work you're doing. That's absolutely fascinating. In just the last few minutes, Michael, please kind of wrap it up about this new GHS governance system and what you want the public to really know about this change and how it will impact them. Yeah. So we've got a history. We've been around for over 100 uh, years. Uh, and part of that is coming out of a city hospital, connecting to a, a larger a Greenville County. Uh, in 1947, those those entities came together, and through an act of legislation, that's where we were created. So that was a long time ago. And I really want to honor uh, our forefathers and mothers who thought about this and brought us together. Uh, and that is a governmental system that has really served us well, and, and we have lived up to and will continue to live up to our public uh, mission. We will have a strong local presence in Greenville County, and we'll continue that. We have had a historic connection to diversity and inclusion, and we'll continue uh, to do that. But we also know that if we're going to manage larger populations, we have to be geographically spread out and we have to go back to a word you used earlier. We have to figure out partnerships. The old governmental model was designed for us to own things, own other organizations, and not partner. Uh, it, there were some real uh, restrictions around that. So for that reason in and of itself, this opens up a whole new vista of partnerships for us. Many communities have a lot of uh, personal and individual pride, just as the Greenville community does. And they don't want to have to give that up by answering up to a political body at Greenville. It's not a reflection of that body. We've got great legislators. Uh, it is a reflection of um, maintaining their identity but connecting to a bigger whole. So we have the big idea of how we're going to uh, connect and take care of patients in many communities uh, and we needed a structure that gave us that flexibility so that we didn't have to own everything that we could partner to in order to deliver the care that we believe is important. 
Thank you so much. It's just such great information for your community. And we've been speaking with Michael Reardon, President and CEO of Greenville Health System. You're listening to Inside Health with Greenville Health System. For more information, you can go to ghs.org. That's ghs.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.